Hey everybody, welcome to episode 22 of the For the Love of Data podcast. I'm your host, Robert Furr, consultant with Capco out of Dallas, Texas. And on this episode, we're going to be covering a tech spec, which is a deep dive into a specific product. And we're going to be taking my first look at Project Maestro, the data preparation tool that Tableau has just debuted in beta version. And you can go to their website and request to sign up for the beta and fill out a form. Uh, if you've already done that previously or if you've already been a partner with them, you will likely have gotten an email by this time that invites you to go and download their software. So go do that. Pause the podcast and, and download that. Play with it for a second and then come back and listen and you'll get to hear my thoughts. So if you're just uh, driving around in the car and you want to know a little bit about this, Project Maestro was something that was announced back in 2016 at several of the Tableau conferences, and it was uh, discussed earlier this year at the uh, Partner Leadership Summit in early January. And it's their first foray into data preparation outside of the basic uh, editing and joins and unions that you can do in Tableau. Now, they uh, historically, Tableau has had a partnership or a set of partnerships with other tool vendors like Alterix and a few others that, uh, that specialized in data preparation. Initially, Tableau said, hey, we just want to be the data discovery, data visualization tool. We don't have a desire to really play in that uh, neck of the woods. And as the years went by and their product matured, they saw a greater need for it and they've debuted Maestro as their first foray in that. Now I talked to some people from Alterix when I was at the uh, conference in January and they didn't seem too worried at the time, at least that was the face they were putting on from a brand perspective. They said, hey, you know, it's great that Tableau is doing this because they will get more people interested in data preparation, which uh, Alterix feels is a valid uh, viewpoint to have and to, to grow that sphere of expertise is, is useful. And they uh, portrayed it as Tableau being useful for very beginners or very light data preparation needs, but if you need more serious or robust functionality, that you would still want a tool like Alteryx. And I'll cover a little bit of my opinions of that toward the end of this. I'm going to flip back and forth between some notes, and um, one thing that you can do is check out the show notes on this at fortheloveofdata.com slash e22, and that will give you... Uh, some screenshots that I took along the way as I was playing around with this demo, or, or my first demo. And I've also included uh, a flow file, a Tableau data extract, and a Tableau report that I created, plus the source files that I used uh, to do my testing. So I'll dive into this and just describe what I'm seeing here. Um, so at first, when you load it up, it, it looks kind of similar to Tableau. It's got a little bit different uh, color scheme, but the general clean, intuitive interface is there, and it's pretty easy if you've played around in Tableau or any other uh, tools like Power BI to just uh, start off and start poking around and be able to find things. So you, the first thing that you would do is you would add a data source. Um, they cover, uh, now bear in mind this is a beta release and they are going to probably come out with more, but right now you can connect to Excel or text files. Um, you can also connect can connect to server data on a lot of the big uh, providers, there's Amazon Redshift, Google Cloud SQL, HP Vertica, DB2, MarkLogic, SQL Server, MySQL, Oracle, Postgres, uh, even Splunk, 
and SAP and Teradata. So I would expect more connectors to uh, to be available outside of that. But if you can't get any of those, export your data to a CSV or Excel and, and get started there. And so you'll you'll pull in your data source and you'll be able to look at it. And one of the uh, so so you'll be able to do some rudimentary um, filtering of columns. And if you need to uh, change data types, you can do that. Along the way, they built in a really good sampling feature in a lot of their uh, a lot of their functionality in Maestro, where you get to see your data along the way, no matter what you're doing. So you can always see a small grid somewhere, typically um, for that. Or if you're searching for data, there's a lot of uh, a lot of type of head searching to to, to show you what your uh, data looks like. And you, you get a lot of functionality here. You can do, uh, a, along the way, you can basically pull in data, and then you have options to add a branch, insert a step, add an aggregate, or add output. So a branch would start a, you know, a separate workflow chain where you could do other activities. Um, a step is going to be something specific that you want to do. Um, maybe you want to do type conversions. Maybe you want to do filtering of data. Maybe you want to do... Um, uh, a calculated field, or maybe you want to group and replace data, like you want to consolidate states in the northeast and the northwest and the southeast and the southwest, for example. So you can do that. Um, when you add an aggregate, it's just what it sounds like. You put in some group fields and you put in a measure, um, whether you want to sum something or average it. Uh, if you add an output right now, the two outputs that they provide are uh, outputting to a Tableau data ex extract or a hyper extract, which is their new uh, storage mechanism uh, based on a company that they acquired uh, a couple years ago, I believe. And as you go along, you get to do joins of data. You can also do unions of data. And this behaves very similar to how it behaves in uh, Tableau, where it will try to engineer the relationship for you based on uh, column names and some intelligence. Um, but the other interesting thing that this shows you is in each step as you're looking at your data, um, you do get a good data profiling. So when they show you, if you've got five columns that you're looking at, it will show you basically a different tile for each column and it'll give you the name of it. It'll tell you if you're doing any filters on it or anything like that. You can sort it. And in the right-hand side, it will have a little uh, a little zoomed-out view of what your data looks like with a histogram of the occurrences for each uh, unique value. And you can scroll through that list. You can sort by it. So it's a really easy way to get a visual cue of what your data looks like and really start doing a little bit of analysis on it to know how you want to play with your data. So that's a really re refreshing feature. Um, it's really useful, and I could see on large data sets or things with a lot of distinct values, um, particularly if a lot of the weighting of the number of records are centered on one particular value or status or state or something like that. It's a really great way to be able to see that. Uh, and like I said, you can, you can branch off and you can have basically multiple um, types of conversions happening and, and you can have your workflow export two or three or more uh, extracts at the end of it. Uh, and the IDE behaves a lot like Tableau from a high level where, you know, it does a lot of things in memory. Um, it acts on files local to your machine. And um, if you want to run the workflow, it'll sit there and it'll spin for a little while, just like a Tableau workbook will when it's first loading up. 
Um, so overall, I was pretty impressed with it being a, a beta version. And what I did as an example, like I said, I'll provide all of these sample files to you. Uh, but I took some energy data from the uh, EAI, which was uh, plant generation data by state, by provider, by fuel type. And then I also took a, uh, a file of 2016 population by state. I took the two of these things and I kind of played around with them a little bit. Uh, so let me crack that open here right now. One of the interesting things that you'll notice at least in this beta version, is you can only have one flow open at a time. So a file created or saved in Maestro is called a flow. So you won't be able to switch back and forth between them. Uh, as of now, it looks like you can't copy anything between the two, um, but you can pretty quickly go from one to another. And I've got basically just a pretty general flow where I start off with the uh, generation data. I apply some filters to limit it down just to the states of California, Florida, New York, and Texas. I uh, do some renaming of uh, fuel types to group some of the uh, just general odds and ends into a category called other. And then I aggregate everything up. Instead of showing it by provider, by plant, I just aggregate it up by state level. And that's my flow from the first data source all the way through to an aggregation. Then I take data from the, uh, the, the state population file and I apply uh, a similar filter to it to filter down to only the states that I want, the four states that I mentioned earlier. And then, I, uh, and then I'm transforming the state data uh, in the population file. It's got full state names like California, the words New York, and I'm shortening those to the two-digit abbreviations so that I can then uh, do an inner join between the two files. And Like I said, the join works very similarly to what it does in Tableau. One of the cool things about it is it shows you a visual of the join type and tells you what those two are doing and has sort of a Venn diagram to depict what's going to be included. Uh, and then below, it will actually show you a summary of the join results and let you see some of the things that are being excluded. Uh, then after that, you can uh, do things like if you want to remove some of the fields that are common between the two so there's no duplicates, and then export it out to a uh, Tableau data extract, which is what I did. And then I cracked open that data extract in a Tableau report, threw it on a map, and I just highlighted the four states uh, and displayed the amount of generation for all power plants combined. So again, I was able to do that all in you know maybe about 30 to 45 minutes because I was playing around and experimenting with all of the features. Uh, but if I had to do it over again, I could probably do the same thing in five or 10 minutes. Uh, and, and also a, a lot of that time was actually searching for the two data sources to, uh, to play around with. So taking a look over at some of my show notes here, uh, I've got some screenshots of field selection, uh, the data profiling that I mentioned, the visual cue that's really handy, uh, filters and how you apply those, uh, the join uh, aspect and what that looks like when you're, when you're setting that, uh, a screenshot of what it looks like when you're refreshing or running the flow, and then the, the file output options. And so you are able to publish this uh, flow up to Tableau Server. You can also run it from Maestro locally. Um, and so that's generally uh, some of the high-level capabilities of the tool. 
And as I was going along, I put together a few pros and cons, kind of my hit list of what I liked and what I didn't like about it. So let's start off with the things that I liked about Project Maestro. First off, like I said before, it has a clean, intuitive feel just like Tableau. I did my hands-on test with no training or previous exposure and I was able to find my way around very quickly. Uh, it's got lots of great features for our first release. Like I said, it supports joins, unions, type conversion, calculated fields, data connectors, etc. So it's a really robust uh, feature set for uh, a beta release of the product and I only expect that to get better. Uh, it's really easy to click into any part of your flow and see data as as you're going along and changing things. So if you filtered some things out or changed some things through an aggregation or replacing uh, labels, it's really easy to click back a few steps and see what the data looked like in a more raw format. Um, you have the ability to edit things in line, much like tweaking an Excel pivot table. So if you've ever had a pivot table and you just double click on a cell and you change the data, it works very similarly to that. Um, in Maestro. Uh, and data profiling, like I've said a couple of times, is a really nice visual cue. It's really intuitive and it's really fun to work with it and just kind of play with it and scroll through it. It would be even more useful. The, the data set that I was working with was about 13,000 rows in Excel, but if you were working on a much larger big data set uh, or something in Hadoop or something like that, um, it would be very useful to, to be able to get that snapshot high-level idea of what your data is without scrolling through pages and pages of grids. It generally gives you the ability to filter, sort, rename, and add calculated fields anywhere along the way. So in any step you can do that. You can do multiple of those items in one given step and then you can mouse over it and get a tooltip that tells you everything that's going on in it. So it's pretty easy to navigate and, and see at least a high level of what's going on. And overall, I think that Maestro, at its first glance in beta, is great for a quick and dirty data prep um, that you know is going to head into Tableau and for ad hoc analysis. I'll talk a little bit more about some of the use cases where I don't think it's as good of a fit right now, but maybe it'll grow into that in the future. Um, so, like I said, number six on the pros was the ability to sort, filter, rename, and add calculated values. I think that's good, but I think it also belongs on my cons list um, because giving you the ability to do that anywhere along the way can make your uh, your data preparation very messy and it can be really hard for someone to come along after you and maintain or see what's happening they'll be able to get glances at it from tooltips but if you're doing renames of certain uh, certain attributes in one column in one step and then you're renaming other ones later on uh, it's very inconsistent. There's no one central place where you can go to see all transformations or um, see you know, everything that's affected one source column. There's no real data lineage tracking through all of the different transformations. Um, so it's really geared toward end-user analyst types that need a little bit of data preparation, but not something that needs to be scaled massively and reused or... Uh, or maintain. So hopefully there will be some features coming out in the future that can can aid in that. One of the big ones that was just a little bit annoying is uh, if you're working with an Excel file that has headers or merge cells at the top, uh, by default when you when you load that into Maestro, it's going to latch onto and try to display field names, but it will only look at the first two or like the first few rows. 
it doesn't give you the option to say, hey, I want you to ignore the top three rows or I want you to ignore the top five rows because my actual table with column heading starts in row six. Uh, so what I had to do with, with the files that I downloaded from the internet for sample data, I had to just create a copy of those and uh, kill the first few rows so that the column headers that I really wanted to use were the first, uh, the, the, the first row in the file. Uh, like I said earlier, having the ability to open only one flow at any given time is a little bit annoying, so hopefully that will, uh, that will be changed in one of the later versions. And uh, as I said, the, the Excel files that I used for my example test case were about 13,000 rows. And performance actually seemed a little bit slow. I am working on a, a laptop here, so it's not a speed demon. Um, but it did have to crank, crank through the file a little bit when I was... Uh, uh, going through different steps and when I would run the workflow it took about 10 seconds which again is not a ton of time but I'm just extrapolating out if it takes that long for a 13,000 file Excel locally on my machine what's going to happen when the Excel files on a network drive or uh, you're dealing with a much much larger data set from a relational database or from uh, a, a big data uh, data store uh, it only outputs to uh, Tableau data extracts or hyper formats currently, so you have no ability to save uh, the, the final results of your transformation to CSVs, Excel files, PDFs, or write it back to a data store. So again, hopefully that's something that they will either provide or they will, uh, they will allow someone to come in with a third-party addition to do that. Um, but for now, you're, you're stuck with TDEs and, and hyper formats. Uh, you are not able, curiously right now, to source your data from a TDE or a Tableau workbook. So it would be kind of nice if you could take some of the things that you've already curated and produced and use those as inputs. Uh, there's also no common uh, transformations. There's no reuse of logic across different flow files. So if you've got a common uh, transformation that you do, like taking state names and transforming them to state abbreviations, or regions, or you've got a uh, you know a, a source system that puts everything in Varkar, and you have to go in and interpret what's really a date and what's really uh, a number. You'll have to do that in every single flow, and as it stands right now, there's no way to copy and paste between those. Uh, and then the other thing that was actually one of the most annoying as I was as I was poking around, and this added some time to my 30 to 40 minute uh, initial demo was there's pretty much no community generated content yet on Maestro. It's very, very new. Um, so you can't go to Google and search for answers. You can't go to YouTube and watch many videos on it. Tableau has some initial marketing videos. Um, but for the time being, established, mature ETL and data preparation tools are going to continue to have a leg up on this front. Um, so. Keep that in mind. Uh, I would say that this is definitely something that you could play with and evaluate and, and see if it's something that you uh, would find useful. If you're a Tableau shop that has a lot of knowledge about how to produce visualizations in the tool and you don't have an Informatica or a large uh, SQL Server um, transformation services or um, Alterix, if you don't have any of those things in your environment and you're looking for something to do more than hack away at things in Excel and, and do some of the complicated operations within Tableau joins and unions, this is a great tool for you. Um, if you're a consultant out there and 
or, or an analyst and you just need the ability to pull in some uh, Excel or CSV files, things that you're getting off the internet, things that people are emailing to you and you need to combine all of those together, uh, it's, it's a pretty fun visual way to do that. And so it's not as monotonous as hacking away uh, with some nested if statements in Excel. So I would definitely give it a try for that. Um, if you have an existing ETL tool or data prep tool, uh, would I recommend replacing it with this? Absolutely not right now. I think you want to see um, what comes out in the later releases, especially wait until it comes to the general release, and really take a step back and uh, look at the other things around it besides just what the tool can do. Um, look at how much the community has embraced it. Look at how much content and training are out there. Um, so that if you get stumped on something, you have some resources that you can go to. You're not going to be an early adopter. But if that's your thing, if you want to have a, a hot new tool that's, that's fun to play with, then by all means, go wild with it. So it's been pretty fun for me taking a look at this uh, over, the, over the last few hours as I uh, put together the materials for this. Um, so like I said, if you're interested in it, go out there. I'll put a link in the show notes to where you can uh, you can go to the sign-up form on the Project Maestro Tableau page and request to join the beta. Uh, if you'd like to see some screenshots of what I did, uh, definitely check out the show notes. You can also get the files that I used to produce mine, so you can download those and play with them. Uh, and please stop by, leave a comment in the show notes, or tweet at me what your favorite part of this episode is or what your opinion is of maestro or what you'd like to see on the show and you can do that uh, at love of data or at robert fur and that's going to pretty much wrap us up for this episode this tech spec on uh, tableau's new project maestro so please check it out let me know your thoughts and enjoy uh, tableau's entry into the data prep world so keep sharing your love of data with the world, and I'll be doing the same in future episodes. Until next time, this is Robert Furr, signing off.